Welcome to Waste Away, the intermittent fasting podcast. If you want to learn how to lose weight for life through intermittent fasting, burn fat, heal your thyroid and autoimmune issues, and break the bondage of food, then this podcast is for you. I'm Chantel Ray, author of Waste Away, the Chantel Ray Way, and each week I have different guests answering your questions. If you haven't had a chance to pick up your copy of Waste Away, visit ChantelRayWay.com slash podcast and you'll automatically get 20% off the book, audiobook, recipe book, coaching, and Inner Circle Facebook group. Remember, the thoughts and opinions in this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Hey guys, Aaron here. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind you that you can find our full podcast episodes on our YouTube channel. Not only do you get to see Chantel and our guests, but you also get to see any charts, graphs, or pictures that we may mention. Search Chantel Ray Way on YouTube or click the link in the show notes. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to ChantelRayway.com slash coaching. As always, enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode and I'm so excited because this week we have a special guest that has lost over 30 pounds using the principles in the Waste Away diet and through intermittent fasting. So Heather Rimmick, welcome. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself and about your journey. Okay. Well, I am a mother of two and a wife, and I work a good amount. And so uh, one of the things I struggled with in my health is I found myself eating emotionally and when I got stressed. And also I was eating unhealthy, like fast food all the time because I was busy. And so I I was a yo-yo dieter. Like I tried any and everything that was on the front of a magazine that looked like I could lose weight fast. And um, I'm just really excited with this. This plan has just fit into my lifestyle really, really well. So. And so what kind of window do you, do you do? What is your window? So I do Monday through Friday, I do a two hour window. And I find that's easiest because I'm working, so I'm busy, and I don't necessarily eat lunch. So I do my window for dinner, and I do that with because then I can be with my kids when I eat. Um, and then on the weekends, I do typically a six-hour window um, where I will eat like lunch and dinner with my family. I don't eat breakfast ever, and um, but sometimes on the weekends, like if I've had a big lunch or I'm going to have a big dinner, I may not eat but that one big meal a day. But Monday through Friday, I'm pretty strict on just a one meal a day um, type of type of thing. Okay, and do you have any snacks or anything or no? Not usually. And what kind of, and, and that was hard for you in the beginning, right? Yeah. Yes, I was a snacker. So you didn't just go, boom, I'm gonna, no. I'm gonna do that. So talk no. about kind of that transition that you did. Yeah, yeah so. Um, for a minute. So I originally, when I first started doing the intermittent fasting, which I was very hesitant to do because I thought that I needed to eat all the time. I was really concerned that I wasn't going to be eating for, yes, yes. Like that was a big, big thing for me. Um, So when I first started, I did, I would probably do, like I started in an eight hour window and then I moved it to a six hour window and um, I wasn't consistent with my windows. So I lost some weight, but I wasn't losing a lot. And so I was 
I had a good heart-to-heart conversation with a friend, and they <laughs> said that I really, really needed to commit to, to a picking a window and sticking to it. Because I was like, well, it depends on the day. Like, some days I feel like a six-hour window. Some days I feel like an eight-hour window. And that was my struggle when I first came on. Um, and, and, the- and the other thing that people have to realize is that it's, it's not just the eating window. Because, like, when people say to me, well, tell me what your book is about. And I go, well... I would literally have to spend an hour and a half explaining to you all of it because this is, it's not just intermittent fasting because you do intermittent fasting and not lose weight um, because you're still overeating. And so there's lots of other principles out of the other principles, which one of the ones in the book that have, that you feel like you've really taken ownership of and that it's helped you. Yeah. So one, waiting till your stomach growls. I realized that I was eating when I was not hungry. That was the biggest eye opener to me. You know, I say that people have, everyone's addicted to something and I was totally addicted to food and I was eating when I was not hungry. And when I really, really started following the principles, that was the biggest eye opening thing to me because I could go and my stomach wouldn't growl till three o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I would have already eaten a snack, a large lunch, another snack, and I wasn't even hungry yet. So that was the waiting till your stomach growls is, was a huge, huge eye opener for me. And I live by that. And I will sometimes be sitting at somewhere and I, my stomach hasn't growled yet. So I won't order. I'll wait. And then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, Oh, my stomach growled. Now I can order. And I still try to wait an hour after my stomach growls. I try to push it as far as I can because I want to make sure I'm truly, truly hungry. Cause sometimes my stomach growls and I just need to drink water. And I will drink some water. With that, it's funny because one of the girls that I interviewed who was actually um, one of the contestants on the Miss Virginia, one of the things she said is when she's trying to lose more weight, she waits till her stomach growls and then she waits a couple hours after. Mm -hmm. And then she literally like feels, she's like, it's a weird feeling, but you literally feel your body like starting to eat your fat. And she's like, it's such a great feeling. Yeah. It's like, that's what this is like. No one taught her this. Nobody, you know, she just like figured it out. And th- these are the people that I've interviewed thousands of women. And she's one of the ones that that's what she told me. And I was like, oh, and so now what people think before you're thinking was, when you're hungry, oh, that's a bad thing. And in her mind, she's like, oh, this is great. In my body eating its fat right now. It's getting into those fat reserves. So, okay. So here's the question. Catherine in Tampa. I'm getting discouraged because I feel like I'm taking two steps forward and one step back. I feel like I'm losing like, you know, two pounds and then I'm gaining a pound and then losing three pounds, then gaining two pounds and just constantly gaining and then losing and then I'm gaining. (laughs) It averages about to be a pound a week that I'm losing, but the up and downs are super frustrating. And yes, I'm weighing myself at the same time every day. LOL. Is there anything I should do differently? Catherine in Tampa. Yes. Well, the first thing I would say is you shouldn't weigh yourself every day. You should only weigh yourself once a week. And that's because it can be very frustrating. We have, because depending on what you've eaten, you can gain water weight and you don't want to frustrate yourself and, and get yourself off track. But what I would say is you have to also look at one, I would want to know what her eating windows are. So how consistent is she staying? 
it sounds like she may be either having longer windows some days and shorter others, or if she's keeping her windows consistent, she's eating too much. Um, and she needs to really look at making sure she doesn't go over that 4.0 on her, on her scale because you can easily push too much and it is important of what you're consuming in your window. You can't just eat, you know, everything on the buffet table just because it's within two hours. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. So she needs to look at her windows and make sure they're consistent and she stays consistent with those. And what is she eating during those windows? And don't weigh yourself every day. Do it once a week. Yeah. So I gave an analogy on the last podcast um, about this and it was when I was, Kristen was on our show and we were going for a walk and the analogy was, you know, where if, if she, I was going to walk to her house and then here I am at my house, if I'm walking to her house, it would be like, okay, here I am walking, here I am walking. And if I took two steps back, I wouldn't go all the way back to my house, right? But that's what everyone does. They, they start falling backwards. And instead of moving forward to the goal, um, they just start going all the way backwards again. Then they go all the way back home and go, okay, now from there, let me go back to her house. That, that is the most ridiculous thinking. And people who are thin, they gain weight a little bit too. Yeah. And then they just keep walking forward in that right. direction. Do you have, have, has this happened to you or do you have any good analogies kind of like that where you would say, you know, I have gained a couple pounds here or there and, and what was the thinking that you did to kind of bring you back to that forward momentum? Yeah. Yes. I have those days. Like I have times where like on a weekend I ended up going to some birthday party at lunch that I wasn't planning on eating at, but then I got peer pressured into having a slice of pizza when I wasn't hungry. And then I get mad at myself. And then I went to dinner with my family and I'm like, well, I'm not really hungry, but I'm going to go ahead and eat. And then you get home and you're like, Oh, I just, I disobeyed every principle that I knew I was supposed to do. But what I have to tell myself is that's okay. Like we all have bad days. Right. But I have to celebrate my wins. And my win is I've lost 30 pounds. So just because I may gain one pound back does not matter. Tomorrow is a new day. I always am like, tomorrow's a new day. Like, so what if I messed up today? Tomorrow, I'm going to start back over. I'm eating with my within my window or I'll do a 24 hour fast and I'll be like, okay, you had fun today. So tomorrow you're going to do a 24 hour fast and get yourself cleaned back out. So I feel good and then head back up on track. Yeah. And, and the analogy I like to say is, you know, when I was 16 years old, I got caught shoplifting at Nordstrom's. And I, that was the first thing that my friend talked me into stealing this dress that we couldn't afford that looked like a million <laughs> on me. And I was like, okay, we got to get it. And, um, you know, from then, then on, I got caught and I made a vow that I was never going to steal anything again. And to this day, I've I can't think of anything that I've stolen, even to the point that like, if I steal your pen, I'm going to call you and say, Hey, you know, yeah. in your pen. And so the goal of this, of what you're doing when you're doing the intermittent fasting and, and the waste away plan is that you would get to the point that you would never, ever like ever overeat again. Right. It, it's like almost to the point, like, um, you know, Kim, uh, mm -hmm. 
wife, um, you know, one of the things that she says, as I, I interviewed her as one of my people that I interviewed, she said, I don't like the feeling of how I feel when I overeat. So I can't even dream about doing it. She's like, I just don't do it because I don't like how I feel. And so I, I rather undereat than ever have that feeling of overeating. And so it's like, that's where we're all wanting to get to that point where we go, I can't even dream about right. overeating because it's, it's something I can't even fathom or imagine that I'm doing it. Right. So, um, you know, as far as uh, it goes for this girl's question, even though you're stepping forward and then coming back and stepping forward, she's still losing a pound a week. So right. you have to have to really kind of get excited about that. One of, one of the girls that we're doing coaching with, um, she only lost a pound and a half on one of the weeks. And she was like, I'm really discouraged. I've only lost a pound and a half. And truthfully, with the, with the waste away plan, that's what we're hoping for. We're a pound and a half every week that you're losing. That's exactly what we want. We don't want to be losing. We do have people who lose three pounds, five pounds, da, 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 but that's, we want you to be losing about a pound and a half a week because that's what's sustainable. And that's, what's going to really be able to continue to go on a long-term basis. So yeah. That's great. All right. So this next question comes from Jamie in Atlanta. And some of these questions that people have been giving are a little bit long. So I'm going to condense this down. She says, first, I would like to thank you for introducing me to this lifestyle. I've been overweight for the majority of my life and have tried every diet or trick you can imagine. Recently, my husband and I have been tr talking about trying to have a baby. Now that I'm finally at my weight loss goals, I'm terrified that I'm gonna gain all the weight back as soon as I get off of intermittent fasting. Yes, of course, I anticipate gaining weight with my son. I had, difficult, I had a difficult pregnancy and gained close to 60 pounds. Do you have any tips for this situation? I just want, I just want my hopefully baby as well as myself to be happy and healthy. Thanks for everything you do. You and Chris are great motivators and inspiration to all your listeners. Also, I should mention that I'm currently practicing OMAD one meal a day. My window is typically around 5.30 to 7 p.m., depending on what's going on that day. So do you understand this question, Heather? Yeah. Okay. So when I read them, I don't understand them as well. So I think what go ahead. What do you think she's saying? I think what she's saying is that she's afraid once she gets pregnant, she is going to gain a bunch of weight, which I think a lot of women worry about when they, when they become pregnant, because there's the perception that once you become pregnant, one, you would just want to eat everything in sight. And mm -hmm. while I'm not a medical professional, I do believe that you don't, you can 100% practice this during your pregnancy. Um, just because you're pregnant doesn't mean you have to eat this enormous amount of food. I think, again, you can listen to your body. Your body will tell you when you're hungry. You only eat what you truly want to eat. That follows the 80-20 principle. And don't eat past your full level. And I think that you will notice that you're not gaining all this weight that a lot of people 
tend to because they think, well, I'm pregnant and I can just eat anything and everything that I want while I'm pregnant. And that's not the case. Again, if you looked at your last pregnancy and said, was I hungry when I was eating ice cream at 10 o'clock at night? Probably not. Did you have a craving for it? Yeah. I mean, we all have cravings for stuff, but you just have to have the willpower to say, am I truly hungry for this? Nope. Then I don't need and, it. And if I can have that ice cream once I truly get hungry. Yes, absolutely. If I'm physically hungry. If I want the ice cream, I can have it. Yeah. I can't add anything to it. Hey guys, I'm so excited that my new book, Waste Away, The Chantel Rayway, is now available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and pretty much anywhere you can find books. But we also have the audiobook, the ebook, and my new recipe book that you can download all the recipes that I love that I make, and it's super cheap. It's all my favorites. Anyway, if you have a minute to write a review on Amazon, I would be ever grateful. All right, this is from Steph doesn't say where you're from. Always tell us if you can. She says, hello, I found your podcast by accident and I've been hooked ever since. Smiley face. I bought your book and it's amazing. I think I finally found a way of life I can sustain. Thank you. My question is, you have said that you can adjust your eating window. Love that flexibility. But two days a week, I start work at 4 a.m. The other days I start around 7 so on the days I start at 4, I'm ready to start eating before my normal window of 10 a.m. Any suggestions that you can give me? What would you say, Heather? Well, one, I, even though my stomach will growl, I try to push myself. And so one suggestion would be that you, you could try to push yourself. Like even though you're hungry because you've been up a couple hours earlier, um, if you can just, typically if I can get over the hump, then I'll find out I'm not even hungry. So like my window when I get hungry is between 12 and 3 p.m. And I don't like to eat lunch. I like to eat dinner. And my stomach growls like almost every day, one o'clock, two o'clock on the dot. I mean, it starts to growl. Could I eat then? Yes. But my window is not till evening. So I wait. And do I want to eat sometimes? Yes. But I wait because I want to stay within my window. So I'm so and, and, and I would like to say this, like <clears throat> right now, you know, Heather's in a real kind of, you want to lose more weight, right? Yeah. Now. Yes. Yes. You look so amazing. You look so amazing. And that's great. It makes you want to eat, you know, less. And so when you are really wanting to push that weight loss and wanting yeah. to lose more weight, then of course that, you know, eating that one meal a day really kind of takes you there. Yeah. Um, if you go, Hey, I'm okay with eating on a lower, you would still be losing weight if you did that. If you kind of eat eight right then at like two o'clock or right o'clock or whatever you you'd still be losing weight you'd just be losing it slower right? right yes yes so what i would say is try to push if you can't push and you absolutely have to eat something i would recommend so you can really try to stay within your window is just having something very 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 small like 10 almonds or um i'll buy these 90 calorie little packs of cottage cheese that have like 12 grams of protein in them and it's under hundred calories, but it's enough to just get me over the edge. So then I can eat within my actual window. So sometimes I use that to help get me to my window if I'm really, really, really in a crunch. But I, like she said, I'm still trying to lose a little bit more weight and um, I'm super motivated to stay within my windows. That, and I will tell you on a lot of the women that work, were extraordinarily thin um like 
you know, I interviewed all kinds of women, but some were just happened to be thinner than others, you know? And on the ones that were extraordinarily thin, I would say a huge bulk of them would around one or two o'clock, they, I would say, you know, what do you eat? Around one or two, they were eating like a cottage cheese or, you know, one of those hundred calorie pack cottage cheese or a Greek yogurt or um, kind of something with protein, you know, like celery with some peanut butter or some kind of like high protein, hundred calorie snack at around one or two o'clock. And then they were eating a dinner at like six o'clock and that's what they were having you know, coffee for breakfast they were eating that 100 to 150 calorie high high protein snack around one or two o'clock and then they were eating a nice dinner whatever they wanted and glad that you said that because that as i recall all my my interviews the ones that were extra extra thin were doing that on a regular basis that's what yeah. they like every day yeah. So my advice to you is that, um, you know, either on, you know, I just got back from California and so that's a three hour delay, but my body kind of was still on East coast time. You know what I mean? And I just tried to push it so that I was still eating my lunch and my dinner. Um, but it's fine if you want to change up your windows on those different days. Um, but if I were you, I would just try to really push. Um, but either, either way will work. If you decide that you're going to push that window up a little bit, that will work too. All right. This is Jen from, uh, it, she doesn't say where she's from, so I don't know where she's from. She says, can I have apple cider vinegar in my water during my fasting window? First of all, I don't know why anybody would want to have apple cider vinegar in my water. Um, but what would you say, Heather, to that? Um, I would say, is there any caloric? There's no sugar in that. So I would think that it's probably fine. I do know someone personally that, that drinks a bottle of water and puts that in there every day because it does have a lot of fat burning and like good health benefits to it. Um, so I would say, I don't think there's any sugars in it. I have to look at the. Yeah, it's to me, I think it's absolutely fine to have it in your fasting window. I don't think it's going to throw you out of ketosis or out of the fasted state. Um, most people do mix it with water because it's really hard to just chug it or they'll do it in a, a shot format. Um, I do think it helps regulate your blood sugar. Um, it. It is great for digestion. I think there's lots of great benefits. Some people have the opinion that it's just a, I know I've had other people on the podcast before that have said that apple cider vinegar is not, that it's just kind of like a hoax or whatever. I personally think it's great. Um, I want to um, share my screen real quick with you guys. Um, if you are seeing this, um, I'm going to share my screen. Okay. Um, okay. I just shared my screen real quick. So basically this is kind of my opinion of 
kind of if you're going to be eating clean, like you should have like unsweet tea, black coffee, water, apple cider vinegar, that's all clean. I don't like diet soda just because of all the chemicals. I know um, some people who do drink diet soda and diet vitamin water and flavored LaCroix and that crystal light. I, I think it's okay. I, I can't stand all the chemicals, so I would say don't do it, but I don't think it's gonna completely take you out of that fasted state, but I don't love it. And then I kind of have another level that's kind of like crush drinks where people are like, oh my gosh, I'm about to die. I need to have coffee with like heavy cream or bone broth or coffee with unsweetened almond milk or unsweetened coconut milk or I need some water with lemons. That's kind of like a crush to take you to the next level. Um, but definitely like no fruit juice or coconut water, alcohol or milk. So I have a whole bunch of these different charts. It really depends on, I change this chart depending on how long of a fast that I do. Meaning like if I'm doing a really long, I talk about like a prolonged fast or an extended fast. Um, if I'm doing a two day fast or a three day fast, I might have water with lemon. Um, or I might have some coconut water just to take me, but not for intermittent fasting. That's for different purposes if I'm doing a longer fast or biblical fasting or stuff like that to kind of take me to the next level. So um, what is the longest amount of time that you've gone, Heather, for a fast? Um, 48 hours. Okay, and how is that? Um, you know, I can get through like 36, 38, feeling pretty good. Um, and then I think the more I do it, so basically like each time I just try to push it a couple more hours. So like first I started with, you know, just not eating, like I'd have, you know, lunch one day and then I didn't eat till after that lunchtime the next day, right? When I did my first 24 hour fast. And um, I try to do it so a lot of it falls while I'm sleeping because then I'm not thinking about the food. Um, and then each time I just try to push it a little bit longer. I was like, okay, well now I won't eat till two hours after that, three hours after that. So I've gotten up to 48 hours. Um, you know, it just depends. Like sometimes I feel great, especially if I'm coming off of where I maybe hadn't eaten so clean. Um, it feels good to kind of get all of those like toxins out of your body and I need it. But most of the time, like once you get over the initial hump, then you're not really hungry to begin with. Like if, if I notice there's some days if I, like I won't eat, but I'm starting like my stomach's growling one or two o'clock. Um, if I can make it to four, I'm not even hungry anymore. And I could go without even eating dinner because my body got past that and started eating the reserves and then I'm not hungry anymore. And so you just have to push through those times when your stomach growls and I drink a lot of water and then I can make it through and then I feel fine until the next kind of cycle goes through or my stomach's growling. Good. All right. So Kate in California says, I've been trying intermittent fasting during the work week for two and a half weeks now. I'm naturally small and thin. I'm 5'3 at 113 pounds, but wanted to lose some unnecessary weight for the summer. I already am not an unhealthy eater and work out frequently. I fast from 7 p.m. to 12 noon the next day and have been as strict as I can. I've also been trying to work out during my fast instead of my eating hours. 
My meals are healthy yet filling, and I don't feel like I'm depriving myself or overeating in my eating window. I'm working out more eight times per week to keep my muscle and tone. However, there's so much conflicting information on the internet. I have a lot of water in the morning and allow myself one cup of coffee during my fast. This is where I'm confused. If I drink any type of, quote, flavored coffee pod, is my fast broken? Chris always says that you can stay under a specific number of calories and you won't break your fast. Is one cup of flavored coffee with a little almond milk really screwing up my intermittent fasting? Also important note that I haven't lost any weight. So she's she's 5'3 and already 113 pounds. She's saying, but she wants to lose some unnecessary weight for the summer. I mean. Me too. <laughs> 113 pounds um, at 5'3 sounds. You're skinny. Thin. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're, yeah, you're, you're super skinny. So um, I, I think. Well, if she's working you out. First. Yeah, yeah. So if she's working out that much. That's I would, an exorbitant amount of time to be working. Yeah, and. week. Yeah, and so she's toning and really like, I would think that she's gaining some muscle weight there. So that's one reason why she's not going to see necessarily pounds. She should be seeing a tremendous amount of change in her actual body, like thinning and leaning out because that's a lot of working out and to not be eating. But I wonder what she's, but she says she eats clean and her, she, she eats pretty healthy. So I don't know. I will say this. It, I've seen some people um, who have made that little change where they have gotten rid of that unsweetened, they got almond milk. Yeah. They, they started drinking black coffee instead. And, um, you know, they have just taken that one little change out and they've seen a big difference. So, you know, some people, like I said, they have the coffee with almond milk or coffee with cream and they are losing weight and it's not an issue. But once you say, okay, I'm seeing this, this is helping, not helping me lose, get to my goals. Then I would say, okay, we need to go ahead and maybe take yeah. that piece out. And as far as the flavored coffee pods, you need to find out exactly what's in those flavored coffee pods. So, um, you know, my husband, has one of those coffee pods and it's called sweet and creamy it's um that's the name of it and yeah. it has tons of sugar and yeah. artificial sweeteners and so you don't know how much sugar is actually in there so my first suggestion would be see if you could get yourself to getting it to black coffee um and to see if you can take yourself to that next level yeah um and i agree i think that if she's working out that much I'd love to see some measurements on her. You know, measurements are a really good thing. If you can get a friend of yours or a trainer to actually go ahead and measure you and see and get a pair of pants that, you know, measure and don't wash them, don't do anything with them. Just keep trying them on and seeing if they um, change in there as well.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to part one of Heather's interview here on the Chantel Railway. Now stay tuned for next Thursday to listen to the rest. All right, Aaron, cue the regular outro. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. And if you would like daily accountability as well as a resource with lots of helpful tips about Chantel's intermittent fasting lifestyle, head on over to chantelrayway.com slash coaching. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.